What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome back to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And I'm doing this whole podcast without my glasses on. Woo! We're here with episode 125. We're here with our guest, Mr. Maddie Plays, about talking about the next-gen consoles. Did we actually need them? But first, we've got some segments for you. Yes, we do. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How are you doing? I'm all right. Okay. Yeah. It's toasty in here. It is a little bit toasty. I put a sweater on and... Regretting it? I'm regretting it. Maybe we'll turn... I don't know. Maybe I'll turn the heat off in between segments. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what I'll do? Uh, by the way, if you're here for Mr. Maddie Plays, we do have timestamps linked down below. If you would like to just jump forward to that segment, uh, you don't love me. That's cool and all. Uh, but this is his third time here, so I know the drill. But... Uh, I, I think, you know, it's time to get started here. I agree. Yeah, let's just get the ball rolling here. Mm -hmm. If you do want us uh, just to listen to us blabble on some more, we do have a second podcast called the uh, called What's the Biz Podcast. It's available on your favorite podcast platforms. It's just a kind of whatever podcast. We just mm -hmm. talk about anything. We have uh, an alcoholic drink involved, and we just um, shoot the crap, as they say. Uh, but let's get started. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we're on social media at Gaming Groceries. Uh, that's on Twitter. My goodness, I'm all over the place right now. Uh, we're on Twitter at Gaming Groceries. You can follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. You can also follow us on Instagram, Games of Groceries, all one word. We can see little memes here and there, uh, some updates about the channel as well. Some questions I'll ask you about the podcast discussion. Wow, mm -hmm. you can get in on the discussion by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and even Facebook. I'll ask you a question on there and you can answer it and you can be part of this conversation discussion point. Uh, yes. We have a website, gamesgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the podcasts from the website as well. Find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the podcast as well as some articles I've written in the past. Mm -hmm. And if you're new here and you uh, you like uh, video game discussions, you do? That's cool. Uh, we also have uh, another video series called Coffee Games where we discuss uh, different things in the video game industry. If you enjoy video game discussions... Uh, definitely consider clicking that subscribe button and a notification bell so you know when all these videos come out, uh, as well as uh, leaving a like and uh, you know sharing with a friend. Uh, any videos that you enjoy, leave a like. And if you're so inclined, you're listening to us on the audio versions, definitely leave us a review over on Podchaser. Links are down below, as well as I've already said it before, the timestamps are also linked down below. So... Uh, I think that's all I need to say. I think so. Cool, cool, cool. Let's just get started with our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Oh, we're almost there in theaters. Actually, not really. <laughs> we're, we're actually farther away from that. But we like to give you a recommendation or not a recommendation. Here on the Games of Groceries channel, we like to give a five-point rating system on movies that we watch, whether on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. It starts with avoid at all costs, pass, enjoyable, solid, and perfect for us. So this week's movie minutes uh, can be found over on Netflix. It's a uh, it's not a Netflix original, but it just came over uh, from Japan. Uh, it, it aired in July in Japan, but now it's over in the yeah. U.S. Exclusive on Netflix. It's a movie by Tatsushi Omori, and it's called Mother. And not the mother with um, Jennifer Lawrence. No, not that one. Yeah. So. Uh, this one is a Japanese film. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's not subbed. It oh wait, it's not dubbed. It is subbed. Yes. But uh, opening thoughts go. Um, it was 
interesting yeah. i didn't even from the trailer i didn't quite know what it was about mm-hmm. like you could tell but not really but it was really good i thoroughly enjoyed this movie um it was just it was an interesting story there were some times where i thought it was going on too long yeah like there would be a scene or a moment that they stretched just a little too long i yeah. did check my phone for the time a couple of times yeah um but overall the story was good yeah, and let's talk about the story first. Um, mother is definitely the story of Akiko, who mm-hmm. is the mother of the yes. story, and her child, uh, Shuhei. Mm-hmm. But the story is setting up that uh, Akiko definitely likes Shuhei. Now, she she likes yeah. him. She's, she's okay with him. But really, the story is setting up that uh, Shuhei is just a burden in her life where she really wants to go on her lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, so there there's a, that kind of setup. And I, I very much enjoy that mm-hmm. uh, s- kind of story setup where you're, you're starting to see where the lines are drawn, where she is his mother, but mm-hmm. at the same time, is she that much of a mother to him? Yeah. And you get to really see her story. Because he takes care of her more than she takes care of him. Yes. Um, there's some opening scenes where I, I won't spoil it in case yeah. you want to watch it yourself. Uh, but there are some scenes where uh, Shuhei is just well. At the first section, he was supposed to be like ten. I think we said we think we did the math, and he was supposed to be twelve in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, about twelve, and he looked like he, he was six. Like, yeah, not six. He looked like he was maybe seven or eight at yeah. most, nine. Yeah, but he was very small. He was way too small to be twelve years old. So that's why we were impressed. Like, man, this eight-year-old is just carrying on himself like that and it's still a lot for a 12 year old yeah but it's even more if he was eight yeah exactly so uh yeah it's just setting up what akiko is doing as a mother yeah is she really being a mother to her child or just being a mother out of obligation yeah uh my second note is uh by the way i'm doing this all without my glasses on uh if you can let me know if the camera is not you're doing great thank you uh, the writing, like I said, is following Akiko, and really it's Shuhei's story, but the the filmography and the writing is really following Akiko. Mm-hmm. And what I enjoyed about this is that Shuhei is definitely the focus of the story, mm-hmm. but we're really following Akiko to see how Shuhei lives yes. and why he's suffering and everything he's not seeing. Because there's scenes that Shuhei doesn't see, but we see. Yeah. As the audience, yeah, and we get to feel for Shuhei because we're seeing everything—not only everything in his life, but everything mm-hmm. he doesn't see. Yeah. So I, I definitely like that choice in direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think? Do you think we need to follow Shuhei more, or was it set up well? No, I think it was set up well. It would tell us just enough about what Akiko was doing to know how to feel for Shuhei. Yeah. Because like it would show us what Shuhei thinks, but then it would show what Akiko's actually doing. Yes. And yeah. it wouldn't be like a long drawn out scene of an entire thing of what Akiko's doing. It's just like, this is what she's doing. It's bad. Back to Shuhei. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely Shuhei's story, but Akiko is uh, the focus on the film. It's the major. She's the major role in his life. Yeah. And not for the reason that she's his mom. Exactly. And we don't get to see like Shuhei walking in on her, we get to see Akiko while he's gone. Yeah. And I like that direction in the style of this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, my final note is that, uh, again, this this is a tale about a mother's power of influence over her yeah. child. And you get to see Shuhei grow up. Uh, it's from the age of 12 to, I think... 17. Well, I think by 19. Because I think it's two years later after that. 
Oh, yes. By the very end of the movie, I think he's 19. I think he's 19. So from 12 to 19, and we get to see that formative years from 12 to 19, Mm -hmm. those very formative years and how much power of influence that the mother, as this movie is called, mother, is put into it. Uh, I think Tatsushi Omari just really killed this Mm -hmm. movie murdered it because like you get he you really know um what kind of influence a yeah. kiko had over shuhei yeah and you get to follow these steps and seeing the purpose behind it and the reasoning and why shuhei decided to stay mm-hmm. uh minor spoiler here because as you get to see his father later on and even his father just says come live with me yeah like everyone else sees that akiko yeah is like a horrible mother and that Shuhei does the audience sees it. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone in the world, the audience, they show like she's a bad mother and Shuhei has another parent to go to. Yeah. And he has the option and he chooses to stay with his mom. And we get to see that. And I think uh, the story is the power of a mother's influence, whether Mm -hmm. she's uh, for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Now, (laughs) let's go into our final rankings of this. Mm -hmm. Again, we have a five point system here. It's uh, avoid at all costs, pass, enjoyable, solid and perfect for us. (laughs) Uh, What did you give it out of that five point scale? I gave it a solid. Okay. because like I said, I overall really enjoyed the story, the movie. Um, the I didn't know when I gave it a solid why I couldn't give it a perfect. Yeah. But now that we're sitting here talking about it and going to like my first thoughts about it is that, like I said, there were just some scenes that were just too like, long. like 10 seconds too long. Yeah. Like they took a moment and they stretched it a little too long. And I did check my phone a few times to see how long it's been. Like there was one time we paused. I'm just like, it's only been 30 minutes. Yeah. And so it was just that it was it didn't need to be two hours. It could have been an hour and a half. And that could have been due to the way Japanese film is made. Yeah. Uh, we're more used to Americanized film. So yeah. it could be a cultural difference. But, you know, this is for our For us review. personally, it's, it was a solid for me. I gave it enjoyable at first. Mm-hmm. But now I'm officially giving it solid. Yes. Uh, I think I was comparing it. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> the camera turned off. Yeah. Uh, I think I was comparing it too much to Parasite. Because Parasite is very much... Um, you know, poor family trying to rise up in the ranks and trying to manipulate people in the way of, you know, trying to get their ways done. And I think I was comparing it way too much to Parasites. But I was just like, you know what? This is nothing like Parasite. This is a completely different story. And it's not a perfect story like Parasite was, but it's definitely a solid directional film. Mm-hmm. You get to know uh, where this film is going, what kind of power the mother had over Shuhei. Mm-hmm. And I think the job was done here, even though yeah. there were some flaws to it. Yeah. So that's our review of Mother. You can find on Netflix. It is a Japanese film by Tatsushi Omari. Uh, definitely check it out for yourself uh, if you enjoy this kind of film. If we're how we're describing it, it's just not your thing. That's why we're, re- we're reviewing it for you. Um, but yeah, all that said and done, why don't we get into video game news? What do you think? Okay. Good deal. Let's just do it. Let's go into our second segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week. And we'd like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the gaming industry. All right, everybody, we're here. We're talking about some gaming news here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just news that happened in the past week, and we just like to share it. Give us our, you know, just the top three 
what we think is the top three. Uh, the first one is about Bethesda and their relationship with Xbox. Wow, everybody's so scared. Um, yes, yeah, so Xbox is acquiring. Uh, they are in the process of acquiring mm-hmm. uh, ZeniMax Studios, which then yeah. gives Xbox Bethesda games. Now, a lot of people are trying to speculate, uh, is this going to mean that... Uh, Excuse me. Is this going to mean that Bethesda is now going to take over? Like Bethesda is going to be Xbox exclusive? Uh, what does this mean for the future of Bethesda? And I have this quote right here. Uh, this is a quote by, again, I'm going without my glasses here, Tim Stewart, who is the Xbox CFO. And he's quoted by saying this. By the way, all the articles I linked down below in the description, if you want to check it out for yourself. Uh, Tim Stewart says... What we'll do in the long run is we don't have intentions of just pulling all of Bethesda content out of Sony or Nintendo or otherwise. Uh, otherwise, But what we want is what we want that content in the long run to be either first or better or best or pick your differentiated experience on our platforms. We will want Bethesda content to show up. up uh, we want Bethesda content to show up as the best best as on our platforms uh i butchered that quote but basically what tim stewart is saying is that he has no intention or anybody has any intention to pull away bethesda content from uh sony or mm-hmm. nintendo it's always going to be there what he is saying is that it's either going to be first meaning a timed exclusive yeah or it's going to be the best so graphical mm-hmm. infidelities or whatever you 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 fill in the blanks there but yeah. really what he's saying is that uh, it's not going to be taken away from Sony people, but it is going to be the best platform to play on mm-hmm. Xbox. And they have the power to do so because uh, here's the other thing to consider. $7.5 billion is on the line here. Yeah. $7.5 billion. Yeah. I mean, going back to what they said when they first started acquiring it, Yeah, it was that they don't need to take it away from other platforms. Yeah. To make that money back. They don't even need to make it better on the Xbox platform to make that money back. Exactly. But they're spending the money on it. So they, one, can do whatever they want with it. They own it. Yeah. But even if they still allow it to everyone else, they're going to make it better on their platform. Because why wouldn't you still want to draw people more to your platform? Exactly. Uh, and I think, I, I think this already matches Xbox anyway mm-hmm. because a lot of people use this um series x even but even the one x for third-party platforms they always just said that you know xbox runs 30 party games mm-hmm. better anyway yeah uh, and i think that's true anyway of bethesda games it's especially back when uh skyrim special edition came out or even fallout 4 when it allowed mods on consoles uh it was better on xbox between the consoles anyway it's mm-hmm. always best on pc come on now <laughs> Uh, but it's always best on Xbox anyway because the mods were way more open on Xbox. Mm-hmm. PlayStation was completely limited, almost didn't allow mods on PlayStation. Yeah. And Bethesda said, yeah, it's Sony's fault. It's not our fault. Sony won't let it happen. Yeah. So Xbox has been in a good relationship with Bethesda anyway. Mm-hmm. Or even talk about Skyrim on the Xbox 360 versus the PS3. It was way better running on the 360. That argument's sake here. But ha- here's the thing. I think it's already the case in yeah. terms of console wars. Yeah. No, like you said, I mean, I didn't know that much detail. Yeah. But you're right. It's like 
it already was doing better on the Xbox. Now you'll just get even better because mm-hmm. if they say they, they want to um, create the game geared toward like geared towards the special things that you can do with Xbox or special things you can do with PlayStation. Right. In this case, since Xbox now will own it, mm-hmm. it'll of course they'll have them make it specifically for the specs of an Xbox. Exactly. So won't you probably won't get Bethesda games that use the um, adaptive triggers mm-hmm. on the um oh what's the name of it uh dual sense dual sense i was gonna say shock and i was like wait which one is it sense yeah, or shock? Dual sense. but you won't have it probably won't have a game that does that mm-hmm. it'll have something that's more geared towards xbox experience exactly uh the only thing that worries me is the timed exclusive talk we're saying it's first on xbox mm-hmm. meaning timed exclusive uh and i think that might just do i don't think it's going to be bgs games i don't think bgs is going to be Times exclusive. I think Bethesda software games like id Software or uh gotta think of another one, Machine Games. Uh any one of those will or be. Or anything time. that it seems to be a big release. <coughs> yeah. Like then they'll be like, all right, well, this is a big one. We should put it on ours first. Yeah, I don't know if it I don't see Elder Scrolls Six being a timed exclusive. I don't see that happening. But even Todd Howard said that. Yeah. He doesn't see it exclusive, but it might be a timed exclusive. Yeah. I don't know. But that's our thoughts. Uh, write your thoughts in the comments down below. What do you think about that? Uh, let's just move on to the number two gaming news, which is all about uh, <laughs> Jim Ryan. My goodness, I'm losing it here. But yeah, good old boy Jim Ryan yeah. over on PlayStation 5 actually saved consumers. Go go think of that. Wow. He actually likes you as a consumer. Well, isn't that quinky dink? So apparently, according to Jim Ryan, he had to hold back engineers... From selling $1,000 PS5s. Oh, goodness gracious. There's a whole interview uh, talking about the development of the PlayStation 5, which is, by the way, linked down in the article, or mm-hmm. <laughs> article linked down below. Uh, he even talks about the design of the PlayStation 5, yeah. which is really interesting. Uh, he says that, uh, going before we go into this one, uh, he said that the design of P- PlayStation 5, they wanted to do something bold and mm-hmm. something that creates opinions. Yeah. It was specifically designed to create opinions like not divisive opinions but just very bold innovative Mm -hmm. designs and opinions about that and he said that looking at internet speculation and internet uh, reactions to it they 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 hit the money yeah so people love it or people hate it and but that was their purpose yeah now going into this ryan uh jim ryan also discussed uh the engineers and the software put into it uh, the quote, which article linked down below, uh, says this. Ryan discussed his role in reining in some ideas, especially when it came to chip technology. Uh, he says, technology people will say, here's a really cool chip that's going to make a great gaming console, explained Ryan. And I might say, yeah, but that really great gaming console is going to sell for $1,000. So this is really cool because Jim Ryan is towing the line between software engineering Mm -hmm. and really great, uh, what am I trying to say, Uh, breakthrough technology. Yeah. But he also knows consumer cost. Yeah. Like he says, that's great, and it's going to really push through to gaming. Mm -hmm. It really is. But right now, that technology is $1,000. Yeah. Now, that technology exists doesn't mean that consumers will buy it. Yeah. I think that it's very much like 8K televisions. 8K televisions exist right now. You can get an 8K TV right now. Yeah. For like 
$2,000. Yeah. So are you going to spend $2,000, $3,000 for an 8K TV? Okay, when maybe. nothing is really done in 8K yet. Exactly. Uh, so it's kind of like that where the technology is there, but we have, have to wait for it to become cheaper. Yeah. There's innovations there, but... Basically, we have to wait till they make something more expensive. Exactly. <laughs> because 4K became achievable when they started seeing what 8K can do. Yeah, I, I think it became affordable because mainstream audiences accepted it more. Yeah. I think whenever some... And this is my opinion here. This is just... Yeah. Uh, you know our thoughts really just my thoughts here i I really think that gamers really push technology forward because even talk about 1080p 1080p wasn't really or hd wasn't Mm -hmm. really a thing for the mainstream audiences until the nfl started to broadcast in 1080p and so people started to buy 1080ps because nfl did but gamers uh, gamers uh, hardcore gamers out there were already playing at 1080p like they, yeah. they, they already wanted 1080p technology to be there or even 4K. Mm-hmm. 4K is now becoming a mainstream thing. Yeah. Uh, but gamers have been using 4K for a while now. Yeah. Uh, and I think that in the future, we will have 8K, a much more affordable. And I think this chip technology that he's talking about will become a $500 console. Mm-hmm. But right now, he's saying that right now, currently in this state of play, state of play, PlayStation, <laughs> uh, in this state of play, it's a thousand dollars. It's not five hundred dollars, yeah. and unfortunately, yeah. we can't see that progression mm-hmm. until the costs go down more. Because are you going to buy a thousand dollar console? I don't even want to buy a five hundred dollar console. That's true. But uh, what are your thoughts on this? Good idea. <laughs> like I don't know. Like it's just like he. It's it's good. I'm glad that he didn't allow them to make this console. And he know. And I think he also knows that no one was going to buy a thousand dollar PlayStation. Yeah. Well, there would be the few people, but he's not going to have as many people owning a PS5 if it's a thousand dollars. Yeah, he's not going to reach his targeted market. E- even when I was, you know, uh, a butcher in a grocery shop, and uh, I had to portion meats out. Yeah. Like, if you ever go to the meat shop and uh, you you get like a like like chicken That's thighs, a, yeah. You ever get chicken thighs, and you just look at the cost. You don't look at how much chicken you get. You yeah. look at Oh, this one, this packet is four fifty, but this packet is six fifty. Which one am I gonna get? You yeah. don't think about how much chicken you get, and that's what my bosses will always tell me. Like, yeah, it's great you put chicken in there, but make sure it's like this Affordable. much because people aren't going to buy it. It's just gonna sit yeah. there and rot. Yeah. So I think that's what Jim Ryan's speculation is. Don't put so much chicken in that PlayStation Five because people don't want you know raw chicken in the PlayStation Fives. Is that what he's saying? Yes, dear. Let's move on to the number one gaming news. Uh, the n- number one gaming news actually is a piece of Nintendo news. Oh, my goodness, Nintendo. Uh, apparently, they're in the bad here, though. Uh, Nintendo has actually canceled uh, the Big House, which is a uh, Super Smash Brothers tournament. It's a, it's a competitive tournament. It's held since 2011, I want to say. It, it's, a, it's a big one here. Mm-hmm. But Nintendo has canceled it because it started to use a mod called Slippy, which made the game an online compatible uh, game. Hmm. So this is uh, coming in big news because Nintendo is the one that shut it down. And the Big House actually put out a tweet. Unfortunately, uh, now before I read this quote tweet here, the reason why they were trying to put it online, uh, everybody guessed, why were they putting online? It's 2020 and we can't go outside. Yeah. So because we can't do social gatherings, 
they decided to do an online event instead. Mm -hmm. And so they tried to use a mod to get it online to still have that uh, event, but, you know, just not a social gathering. And then Nintendo reached out and they said this. Uh, the tweet says, the big house is heartbroken to share. We've received a cease and desist from Nintendo of America, Inc. to cancel our upcoming online events. We were informed we do not have permission to host or broadcast the event, primarily due, primarily due to the usage of Slippy. Uh, sadly, all of our competitions are affected. We are forced to comply with the order and cancel the Big House online for both Melee and Ultimate. Refund information will be sent shortly. We apologize for all those who are impacted. So uh, in the article, it's also updated that Nintendo put out a statement saying, we love these events. We do. We, we want to support them. However, this is an illegal mod. Mm -hmm. We don't want this for our RP. And you should know that. Yeah. Not Okay, I shouldn't say like, you should know it's illegal. But you should know that Nintendo is a big no-no when it comes to yeah. unfriendly IPs. And I think there's another way to go about it. If this is like a well-known competition, mm -hmm. you could have reached out to Nintendo and say, hey, we can't host this in person this year. Yeah. What are our options to do this online? Yeah. Can we do it? Like, ask permission to do it. Yeah. You know, you, you could have contacted them and said, hey, what are our options? What will you allow? And it could have been These the case. These are our opinion, like, but you didn't. Yeah. You just made an illegal mod. Yeah. And thought it'd be all good and good to go. Exactly. And I and I think that maybe they reached out, but the way Nintendo was saying is that we tried to reach the big house and they refused, saying like, hey, you can't do this. And they just said, sorry, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. That's how Nintendo like, was putting it, though. Even, well, even the way that the big house described it, it sounded like they didn't ask permission. Yeah. So I don't really see this as anything that Nintendo did wrong. Nintendo protects their, yeah. their, their label. Mm -hmm. They protect themselves and they have their set of rules. And any Nintendo player or someone who makes an event every year, yeah, they know these rules. Exactly. And you should have known better. So I don't see this as anything that Nintendo did wrong. I think this is all on the big house. Yeah. And that's on them. <laughs> I think the argument goes to Nintendo saying that's, uh, well, maybe Nintendo should grow up. I've seen that argument going around. But here's the thing. We know the history of Nintendo. Yeah. Like, they're not going to grow up. Like, here's the it's thing. It's not even about growing up. That's These are the rules they've had forever. Forever. Like, like, and it's their company. They have the right to say and do and put whatever rules they some, want on it. And they've made, made it. A Mario game in the game Dreams, and Nintendo shut that down. Yeah, it's people they, know this. But the thing is, Nintendo's been around for so long. Clearly, what they're doing is right. Exactly. Like as it's a working. business. Yeah, it's working for them. Just like Disney is right for their business model. They're still existing. They're yeah. dominating the world, and they protect their IPs much like Nintendo does. Exactly, but, and they've both been around forever. Yeah, I don't know. I. I, I agree with people who are saying that like Nintendo needs to grow up, but at the same time, Nintendo has been around and has defeated the likes yeah. of uh, Sega and mm -hmm. arguably Sony because the Switch has been top-selling over PlayStation mm -hmm. for, uh, at least in the U.S. We talked about this last week. It's been outselling the PS4, but, you know, I, I, I do agree that the big house was kind of screwed in this. But at the same time, Nintendo, we knew what Nintendo was yeah. going to do. This was no shock. This wasn't a shock. And people are just like, oh, I like that Pikachu meme. <laughs> this what I like what I see is like 
while you're talking, it just kind of feels like it's like, say we had kids and their friend came over. Their friend who we knew was not allowed to have sugar or can't like yeah. things that, you know, their parents don't, don't let them eat. Yeah. And I gave that kid cupcakes and cookies and candy. Yeah. And that would be like me being surprised that their mom is mad at me. I know. It's like, I know that their mom doesn't let them eat that stuff. Why would I be shocked she would hate me after that? Well, let's hear from you guys. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave your comments down below. What do you think about the big house being shut down by Nintendo or any of your thoughts in the gaming news here? Uh, yeah, it, it's just weird. It's a weird situation, but I'm not surprised that Nintendo did what they did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. I, I, I think it's time to bring on Maddie. What do you think? I think so. For his third time on the show. He's reaching Andrew level. I know. He's, he's going to beat Andrew there. Orsi. He's catching up. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's just uh, go ahead and uh, bring him on. So Mr. Matty Plays needs no introduction. He's on YouTube. He's got uh, over 400,000 subscribers. He did it. He got Woo-hoo. over 400,000. Our boy Matty. Uh, he's a very much uh, enthusiast in RPGs, and he's going to be coming on the show to talk about his thoughts on next gen. Did we need next gen consoles this year? He's had both consoles for a while now. So uh, let's just go ahead and bring him on. Let's start the discussion with our final segment. Coffee time. All right, everybody. We are back with our very special guest. My glasses are back on. I just realized Woo. I had to take them off. Uh, it's it's Mr. Maddie Plays, but it's just Woo. his face. Woo. <laughs> Third episode. Hello. How you doing, man? <laughs> Good. How about you? Ah, uh, you know, just living, kicking, breathing. That's all I can do. But yeah, so uh, Maddie's face is just there. Yeah. Yeah. It was really <laughs> weird when we before we started recording, you were talking to him in the webcam because yeah. he can see us. He can see us, but it looks like you're just talking to the picture <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> it's just Maddie's picture. It's like talking to because a wall. I for I forgot that he could see us, and I was like, Adam, why are you looking in that direction? He's not there. He's not there, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like a really good movie, you know. <laughs> Maddie hasn't Maddie's been dead for twenty years. What are you talking about? <laughs> but uh, but Maddie, we're we're glad to have you on. It's really good to have you on these episodes because this is the only time I get to talk to you. So it's just it's oh, really yeah. nice. Yeah, really. Yeah, right. I know. It's <laughs> yes. always good to catch up, see mm. what's happening after long hiatus. Adam, your phone is absolute on silence. Yeah, absolutely. We go on radio silence. Uh, never talking <laughs> again. It's 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 wild, dude. But. No. Uh, Jokes aside, but <laughs> Maddie, you're on. I'm putting my phone in my pocket. You uh, you're on because you're an expert in next gen at this point. Like you are the supreme master of next gen consoles. I, I, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you'll you'll get uh, digital foundry. Get out of here. Yeah. It's Mister Massey yeah. plays. You know. Uh, but you know, we're here for a discussion on did we need next? Bleh, my goodness. Did we need next-gen consoles this year, 2020? Mm. And I wanted to bring you on because you had the ne- both next-gen consoles paid for by your own cash. Yes. By the way, very no sponsors. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> very more. I saw your last video, which was, which is the next one to buy? And it was just this bold text. Like, I bought this with my own. N- nobody gave this to me. Yeah. It's got to say that now. But oh, yeah, you'd be surprised not to pull us off course, but how venomous it's it's got. I usually really? get pretty positive feedback and yeah, I'm good with constructive stuff, but I usually don't get the kind of weird Internet BS that you tend to see a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've been getting weird accusations that like 
I'm a, a Xbox fanboy. I should not have been gifted a PlayStation. I'm like, I didn't get gifted anything. Jeez. Yeah. I'm like you. I paid for it. Yeah. 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 But like, I guess it's just because most YouTubers um, get a lot of like gifts, and some do get sent consoles. Yeah. I don't know if Young Yeah got his. I don't want to accuse him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he got he got his. He got his from uh yeah. from Xbox. Yeah. He got both. Okay. I was gonna say, but. Yeah, I want to bring you on. That's the very first question I want to start with in this conversation is, uh, Matt, because we don't have our next gen. Yeah. Um, because we're financially smart. No. Um, but <laughs> No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, right? And I, and I, do like in, I do like in your last video, you did talk about how you, you should wait for these consoles. But yeah. I want to give it to you. Uh, picture Maddie, TV box Maddie. Uh, <laughs> uh, what has been your experiences for next gen consoles, uh, the good and the bad? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, as you can see, my dogs are very enthusiastic about the the new line of consoles. <laughs> I, they can't help themselves. They just, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, they're out there and they, they just want to share the good the good love of, of new games. <laughs> of but, console wars, yeah. Yeah. You know, they're, they're ranting aside. Uh, I've enjoyed my time with it. Um, there's definitely kinks. Um, and you can see how the uh, circumstances, we'll say, mm. you know, th- this last year have really impacted them. Uh, in a manner, I don't want to say they weren't ready, mm-hmm. but we're seeing more issues crop up with the consoles, more notably, at least from what I've read in the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, I have a bunch of games I need to update and I have like good Internet at home, but my wireless is terrible mm-hmm. and I need to update them. And the only way I can update my games is wirelessly on my console because my, my Ethernet cable won't reach. Uh, so long story short, I can't put my console, my PS5 in rest mode because there's a chance it could brick and it's like that's horrible oh yeah that's, that's a, right yeah it's one of the key features uh for the system um there were people having issues where they couldn't charge their controller unless it was a USB-C going into the back of the console so you know on the terms of of like what it comes out of the box with it's very good you know it's, they're very powerful systems but mm-hmm. you know there's just some really weird issues uh, you know, the, the PS5 menu navigation is very much like that. You know, that feeling of like, oh, this is new just because it has to be new. It's not really, yeah. mm-hmm. it's not re- like, it. I, I mean, look, I know a lot of people crank on Xbox because, oh, it's the same UI from the one as the Series X. And I'm like, it's because it works. And yeah. PS4 worked really well. I would have not minded some updates, but they changed five's layout entirely. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it was for the better. I think it's laid out like kind of poorly, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not even like I've been using it pretty consistently since I got it. Uh, Cause you know, it's the system with the most games on it right now. But, um, <laughs> you know, as it stands, like I'm still like, where was this? Why is this in here? Oh, yeah. We go up here. Like it's, it's very strange. It's mm-hmm. very strange. Yeah, I've noticed that the now I've only seen this on your channel and only your channel. I'm only loyal to your channel. I never go to beat them up's channel ever. I was ever. gonna say we definitely didn't watch that. Wow. <laughs> uh, there's there's just a lot of open space in mm-hmm. the PlayStation UI from what I've seen, and that's not always a bad thing. Um, and you know your your UI can be uh, cluttered at times, but I just mm-hmm. feel like it's too minimalist. Yeah. PlayStation 5 is, or it's just uh, hard to navigate. Uh, I, again, uh, just putting this out there, I myself haven't explored it on my own. Yeah. Um, but it is definitely weird in that way. 
Uh, and I like what people are saying about like, oh, uh, Xbox. It's, it was the same on the Xbox One, but they've been updating it on the Xbox One. Yeah. Even the store they updated before the Series X came out. Yeah. And that's the thing. They've always updated it. And I've, They're I've always constantly loved. changing their UI throughout the generation. I, I've loved Xbox's UI since the original Xbox. But uh, that's just me. I'm biased. I'm an Xbox, if you will. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing, yeah. though. I, I, I like I like Xbox's choice to make things consistent. So if you upgrade, everything's still there and familiar. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have to spend time trying to figure out where Game Pass was or mm-hmm. where my library yes. was or where the store was. It just it's all there. Um, and it's not like I'm not I don't want to oversell it like on PS5. I'm I'm sitting there scratching my head, pondering on, on how exactly I can make it to the PS store. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it definitely is not as smooth for yeah. sure. And they they also laid everything out horizontally, which is the weirdest thing to me. So let's say you want to scroll through your trophies. You scroll through them horizontally. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like the biggest deal, but it when the, the original things system, that pile up. Yeah, like it just it it especially because like I'll, I'll take trophies as an example, right? Mm-hmm. When you're reading trophies on the PS4, it's a vertical list. You click on it, it expands, and you know it gives you the text right up of, of what the trophy is. Mm-hmm. But since on PS5 they're in these little cubes, mm. what'll happen is is like you'll see part of the trophy and then you'll expand it. Like you're expanding every trophy to see what it is entirely. Mm. Where I don't know, just its layout is it's not attractive. It's yeah. it looks from the outside, like I remember seeing it uh when they put out a video before launch and thinking, Oh, this is pretty sharp. Mm -hmm. Um, but now, um, it just looks good. Yeah. I do want to ask you, uh, about the dual sense a little bit. Uh, and then we'll go on to, did we need next gen? Uh, but I do want to ask you your, your feedback on the battery life of the dual sense. Do you see it as an issue? Because a lot of people are saying, Oh, it's only been, it's only a five hour battery, but in my head, it's like, uh, okay, as a as a <laughs> as a man with a full time job, now I shouldn't yeah. say as a man with a full as a person as a person with a full time job, five hours of gaming is enough for me. <laughs> like, yeah, that's well for. But uh, for you, full time gamer, that's your that's your business card <laughs> title. Uh, full time gaming YouTuber, you 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 run tests on uh games as as you will. Enough going around the bush here. What do you think about those dual sense battery life? I I've liked it a lot. You know, yeah. for me, I a lot of people complain about the dual shock battery life. For me, I didn't encounter those issues, not because they didn't exist for me, but because mm-hmm. I just always had my dual sense or dual shock hooked up to my PS4. I was mm-hmm. just like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with it. Yeah. I, yeah. I stick close enough to my setup where I'm just gonna leave it wired. Uh with dual sense, you know, I read that people were saying, Oh, it's a much longer battery life. So I decided to give it a whirl, and uh, yeah, I I have not been disappointed. Like last <laughs> night, I played uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising for like four hours. Yeah, um, completely unhooked from the console, just the controller unplugged, and um, I think when I checked my battery ticks, it only went down one. Really? Which after four hours, is is pretty good. I'm happy with that. And a lot of people are quick to compliment PlayStation on that, but. You know, while Xbox has like still batteries, uh, mm-hmm. which is very, uh, you know, I remember doing that for the 360 and they're still doing it now. But I have to say that controller lasts a dang long time. Very, yeah. very long mm-hmm. time. The dual so, sense you mean or the Xbox? Uh, sorry, the, the Xbox controller. Yeah. The Xbox yeah. controller with the batteries. It's insane. Like 
it can go for yeah. a really long time. Yeah, like I know my dual shock. I never, I rarely play, but I feel like every time I play, I have to plug my controller in. Like it's yeah. always got like one bar, even if I charge it the whole time I'm playing. Mm-hmm. When I do, it's like, yeah, like I don't use this enough to for it to be <laughs> dead all the time. And I feel like a lot of people were saying like, oh, the battery life, it's just so dumb. I'm like, at the same time, do we all remember when it was only wire controllers? Do we do we remember that back in the Xbox PS2 days? Even yeah, but going, then what's the point of having a wireless controller if you have to have true. it plugged in all the time? I guess so. Like I got you the Duke, and it was you know mm-hmm. it has to be plugged in. That's fine. Yeah, because it's what it was meant to be. Exactly. But if it was marketed as a wireless controller, and it's not wireless, yeah, most of the yeah. time, then what's the point? That is Just true. make it a wired controller. Yeah. Um. But I definitely wanted to get your feedback on it as as full-time gamer as I've deemed you to be. Um, but I wanted to like jump into the actual uh, title of this video. It's not clickbait, people. Wow. Uh, shocker. Shocker. Wow. We're almost there at 100 subscribers. Uh, <laughs> maybe by the time we're done in recording. Maybe. You never know. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, true. We're at 99 right now. Mm-hmm. 99 problems, but wow. Maddie ain't one. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, oh we're recording God. this earlier than we usually do. Uh, my brain is not functioning. Yeah, but, but you didn't work today, so that doesn't count. Anyways, but <laughs> but did we... Now, talking about next-gen consoles, coming out in 2020, I really want to mm-hmm. talk about this. This is the title of the video. Uh, do you think we needed next-gen consoles in 2020? Could this have waited to 2021, maybe even 2022? Was this needed in 2020? Uh, I have my thoughts, but uh, Maddie, you're our guest. You're you're in our home and inside of a TV box. But what are your <laughs> thoughts? Um, it's like yes and no. Mm-hmm. I think we did. Um, you, you're seeing a real leap in power and performance. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fact that people are seeing for the first time, a lot of people for the first time, because you know a lot of PC gamers have been like, well, you see. Mm-hmm. I've been living in the 60 FPS era for years. Like, what's the big deal? But yeah. a lot of people yeah. don't even know outside of maybe Call of Duty and a few other exceptions what 60 FPS actually does for a game. Mm-hmm. And to be able to throw in something like Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. or a, a lot of older games and see them run at a higher frame rate, um, I think that's kind of jarring for a lot of people. And that's something we haven't seen uh, retroactively with a lot of consoles. And so there's a lot of power here um, where... I, I think you can make the argument that, you know, I have the Series X, so I'm not talking the Series S, but for $500, I don't know if you could build a stronger PC than what these consoles offer. And I think that's mm-hmm. really good for the market. And I think that's really good for the future. So on one hand, yes, power wise, I think we're good because a quick story, I always think to the end of the PS3 and the 360 generation where we got The Last of Us 1, we got Bioshock Infinite and we got GTA 5 in the same year. I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, we're just kind of hitting the peak. And I was in high school, so what the hell do I know? But, (laughs) yeah, uh, you know, but for real, I was like thinking to myself, wow, we're really hitting the peak here. And I feel the most of PS4 and Xbox One's generation was more of that. Mm. Felt like a continuation of that. Whereas with this leap, playing on, say, Demon's Souls Remake and with how good it looks and Mm. how smooth it runs, uh, I was like, this is what we've been needing. So I do think, yeah. yes, we needed the leap. I just think the timing is really unfortunate, which sometimes make me, makes me say no. Because mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier, there are some problems with the systems. Um, and they will be ironed out. There's no doubt about that. But 
point being is you pay half a grand for something you kind of want everything to work yeah. uh and you don't want those navigation issues and you don't want bugs and you want to be able to put it in rest mode safely all that stuff um charger yeah, controller even yeah <laughs> so uh i think yes now is the time for new consoles but for me at least i think I thought that they were going to at least one of them was going to delay into 2021, but I think they both just, you know, both being Xbox and PlayStation didn't know what each other were doing. And so they kept mm-hmm. going, you go first, you go first, you go first. They're, they were playing think, chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's perfectly put. And mm-hmm. so I feel like they probably would have launched in 2021 if they had talked once and went, what are you doing? And yeah. that was it. Yeah. Um, I think because it's clear I don't want to get so hyperbolic. I've seen people go, the systems weren't ready. It's like, no, they work fine. Yeah. You know, there have been a couple of issues where some people's systems break. And mm-hmm. But I mean, that's also, even if we didn't have anything going on, we were all not wearing masks and we were all just living our normal lives. Still, systems are going to come out. Some of them aren't going to work well. That's just mm-hmm. kind of the, the nature of technology, which I yeah. think a lot of people don't get, sadly. Yeah. yeah. But it, it hurts a little bit more because... The production is very limited. Like if mine broke right now, I don't think PlayStation could go, okay, we'll replace this. Because I don't yeah. think they have any PS5s to replace it with. Yeah. So it's it's one of those situations where, yes, uh, I think technology-wise, uh, it, it was definitely time. Uh, but I think the world may not be ready. Mm-hmm. I agree. In a matter of speaking. Yeah. Uh, Liz, uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I agree with the world not being quite ready because you have to think about this past year. So many people lost their jobs. Some people mm-hmm. still aren't mm-hmm. working. Yeah. And now that our numbers are going up and more places are going to close again, like the places that even got to open for a couple months yeah, are going to be closing again. Mm-hmm. It's the holidays. And it's just like, yes, we had the technology to make these new consoles, which is awesome. Sure. But they didn't need to release this year because I think you're just having a lot of people. Sadly, it's it, you're probably making a lot of people depressed. Because you, they're thinking like, wow, my kid would really love this console and I would love to get it for them for Christmas. But I haven't worked in six months. Man, if only Maddie didn't just rip a PS5 out of a kid's hands this Christmas. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. You guys saw that had, I saw that tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie had the money to buy it. But I'm yeah. saying that like this poor parent probably wants to get their kid a console and can't afford it. Yeah. Because they haven't worked in a year, basically. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's kind of like. Yeah, it's great for people who can afford it. Mm-hmm. And clearly a ton of people were able to, but imagine how many people aren't able to afford it this year who normally mm-hmm. would have bought it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's where the world wasn't quite ready mm-hmm. because a lot of people in the world don't have the money to be spending on a brand new console for the holidays or something. Yeah, and I, I have my own thoughts. Uh, you know, before I go, I'm, I'm not going to go Kotaku level of... Was, wasn't it Kotaku who was just like... Oh well, you know the presidency of Trump. It's not the right yeah, time. Yeah, like, it was. Uh, it was Kotaku. It was something else. I don't even remember that. <laughs> Kotaku it had was like Ko- it was Kotaku. Yeah, it was the most out of touch review of the PlayStation. It was the PlayStation Five, I believe. Yes. Yeah. 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 They were talking about how you know this wasn't the right time because people are still healing from Trump and uh, the virus. And like, by the way, registered Green Party. High five. We don't no. care. <laughs> um, but it was so out of touch. Um, <laughs> Now, my thing is that, yes, 
it did it was needed going back to you maddie it's like mm -hmm. this is a transition year of this is a very rare transition for gaming yeah because one we're having issues of valhalla with screen tearing on the xbox series x mm. i believe uh there's an issue of screen tearing for a lot of people but then it's needed for that most importantly i'm just now playing uh shame on me i'm just now playing ghost of tsushima Mm -hmm. even though it's oh, wow. yeah i know it's so hyped for that game but you again really were. But when you start playing i was like wait i thought you already played that <laughs> no it's just because this whole year was just such yeah. a weird financial situation because we had just moved so mm -hmm. we were still recovering from that and then the virus happened and i was in this weird transition of yeah oh no my fantasies are a little weird right now so i was on sale so i got it but here's here's my kicker yeah. <laughs> here's my point <laughs> in saying this is that I play it and I have the, we have the PS4 Slim. It's not the PS4 Pro, but yeah. the PS4 Slim, you just walk through Ghost of Tsushima and it's like, you can hear that fan going. Like yeah. I got so much hot air in here, dude. Like you just chill for a little bit. Like I just got to get all this hot air out for just a second. Okay. We're back. Okay. Okay. Adam, you can keep playing. Yeah. It's just like the PS4 is just telling me constantly like, Hey, chill, 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 chill. Okay. We're back. Yeah. Um, and I and I feel like with a lot of games, I didn't see that before because I was playing next, uh, you know, newer games on my Xbox One X, mm -hmm. pretty powerful system for these. But we're getting to that weird transition where people want to push games forward. They have new ideas for technology, and yeah. technology is advancing. But yeah. yet, we're still on old hardware that can't handle it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this weird transition is needed in 2020. But I agree with you, Maddie, that. No, it's just because of the timing. Yeah. Which is my next point in this conversation is that let's say argument's sake here, all of us on the table here, including TV Maddie, uh, what what would have happened to these companies, right? Mm -hmm. If these consoles launched in 2021, let's say Phil Spencer and Jim Ryan dapped each other. Yo, boy, let's go. I don't know. It's, it's early. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jim Ryan, what's up, man? What's up, Phil Spencer? No. And Reggie's there for some reason. No. Anyways, <laughs> but what if they got together and they talked and they actually said, we can delay this to 2021? Mm -hmm. Do you think the companies would have been affected positively, negatively? Do you think some games would have been delayed even further, like Halo Infinite into 2022? Uh, again, as the guests, Maddie, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I think, you know, company wise they would have been just fine right like they're they True. have lots of money they they mm -hmm. could have released in 2022 and been fine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think what you're seeing is probably they i just can't help but feel they wanted to do 2021 mm -hmm. because uh jim ryan just did a interview right and he was uh saying how you know we're not going to abandon the ps4 community like why would we do that they said mm -hmm. more people because of the things going on that um they're engaging with their PS4s more and more mm -hmm. than we've ever seen before. Uh, like the numbers are there. So we're going to keep supporting them. When he was asked about God of War. Yeah. He's like, hey, is God of War going to be next year exclusive? He's like, I'm not going to comment on that, which yeah. it's one of those no comments that kind of tells you something mm -hmm. like, all right. So it's probably going to be cross gen as well. So mm -hmm. with them being hesitant to make that jump with some significant titles, Horizon being another. Yeah. Um, I think what you're seeing is them trying to like straddle the line of, okay, we got these out. Uh, we're going to have maybe a ratchet and clank come out, which will be exclusive to PS five. We can't do that on PS four, mm -hmm. but otherwise 
you know, we're going to keep doing cross-gen because a lot of people clearly aren't ready. Our stock isn't there yet. Um, I, you know, the thing is, is what's good is for both companies, the Xbox and PlayStation pretty much completely sold out, uh, which means there is demand. People mm -hmm. do want these. It's just about getting the supply out there. Yeah. Um, so it's weird because I, I'm sure they would be making a more drastic and quicker leap over and saying like, okay, this is PS5 only. Uh, this is Series mm -hmm. X only. But uh, I don't think the the base of consumers there is enough, sadly, mm -hmm. yeah. which you know kind of goes back to what we were just talking about of, I think technology is ready, but I don't think people are ready for completely understandable reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still remember I was a, a salesman uh, from March until June. Yeah. About that. And this was like the peak of the of the whole situation and uh, just trying to sell lawn care mm -hmm. and like the peak of it. And everybody's unemployed. Every As I was walking around yeah. doing the, the door hangers. It was right when everything started. Every, no one knew what. Yeah, this was yeah. I was even texting you, Maddie. That like I was like <laughs> saying like I got I got my mask on, I got my gloves on, I got like everything on. Like I'm I'm all gassed up here. And, yeah, like, you're not even you weren't even touching the doors anymore. You're just putting them in mailboxes. Yeah, but like even even just asking people just yeah. to like uh, fertilize their lawns, it was just a lot to ask for. Yeah, we had a lot of cancels. Yeah, and that's the thing is that now going into five hundred dollar premium. Mm -hmm consoles yeah it's a it's a hard sell um but like you said i do agree with you maddie i think they would have been fine mm -hmm. reason for that why i agree with you is because one you're maddie i agree with you and two <laughs> and two uh let's look at this acquisition that just happened between microsoft and zenimax for <clears throat> let's say it together now 7.5 was it wait was it a billion 7.5 yeah. billion yeah not yeah. million. Did I say million in the no, top you said three? Billion. Thank God. In the top three gaming news. But seven point five billion. Yeah. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they can just sling money around like that, like yeah. yeah, let's go. I think they'll be fine. I honestly think it would have been better if they waited a year mm -hmm. when or I mean, we don't know what's gonna happen this time next year. Yeah. But I feel like if they waited until the world was a little bit more recovered from this, yeah, it would be better because you would have had launch titles. Mm -hmm. You would have had Halo ready probably. You would have mm -hmm. you could have even waited till Valhalla was a little bit more ready. Yeah. So it wouldn't be having the issues it's having. Yeah, because it got pushed up into November exactly. 10th. Yeah, November 10th. So that it would, yeah, it would you, match. You would have more launch titles. You would have more game, new games to play on these consoles. Mm -hmm. You would have more people able to buy them and experience them. Like I just think overall, if they'd waited a year to see where the world is, mm -hmm. you would have had more to offer than here's a console. And on top of that, they don't, they don't even have high supply of these consoles. Like yeah, very limited supply. Like Maddie said, if his console breaks most likely they're not going to be able to replace it mm -mm. pretty very quickly yeah so it's like if you'd waited you could have made more you could have waited till there's more because even where these consoles are being made mm -hmm. they're they don't have many workers that's yeah. why we weren't sure if they were even going to come out this year yeah i i still remember um like we were just all speculating all mm -hmm. as a gaming community it's like when's the date yeah. and we didn't get when did we get the final I think like date? a week before they came out no 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 it was like <laughs> september yeah it was late yeah i, I think, think september. around september it was like very late yeah, yeah we're, we're but, then, like... 
I forgot people brought up how Nintendo told us only a couple months beforehand. And I, I was like, okay, that's fair, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, I forgot about that. But like that's Nintendo though. I, I don't know. Nintendo's Nintendo a little does bit, whatever they want. Yeah, they're a bit quirky. They're they're kings of the left field, as people like to say. Uh, that's perfectly put, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like you expect the unexpected from Nintendo. Yeah. Whereas for Sony especially, and we just don't hear a lick mm-hmm. of information for the longest time. We're just thinking is this coming out in 2020? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think for me, it was just like, can we wait till 2021? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's just me. You know, good old boy, Adam broke from student loans, but you know, that's just yeah. me. Uh, but yeah, I want to jump into the sponsor deal. You, that's you. It's, it's you, the, the viewer that that's right. You're loved. kind of, not really. Um, what are you, ta- what are you saying? Uh-huh. It's time for social media answers. Why do you just say that? Because uh, I'm a complicated human being. Yes, you are. So if you want to follow us on social media, Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word. Twitter, at Game and Groceries. And Facebook, uh, just find us on Facebook, Games and Groceries. And we will ask a question about the topic. And we want to get you in on the discussion. Uh, so we're going to go first with Instagram. Nobody answered on Facebook because mm-hmm. ah, Facebook. <laughs> anyway right exactly we're just there i just upload videos on facebook and i i i just check in every now and again it's like it's still toxic yep it still is um <laughs> and when we get to uh facebook's little brother instagram and um i asked the question you know did we need uh next gen consoles mm-hmm. in 2020 and we have four answers i'll go through the quick ones first on instagram uh, first, Volt Supreme, who has to say, hashtag PC for life. <laughs> that was his answer. And, you know, it, it's exactly that. It's yeah. like, well, like what you're saying, man, it's like a lot of PC gamers were just, they were already like, in this. We got this. And we just, don't need you. And to say that, like, oh, well, PC's already been here. Why are we even waiting for 2020? You know, that, that's that's a little bit of a weird argument because we're talking about console people. We're not talking about PC yeah, people. exactly. Completely different market. Mm-hmm. But um, you know that that that's just that. I I just want to say that hashtag Moving on. <laughs> But Patrick Hickey, who was another guest of the show, yeah, uh, had to say nope. <laughs> I <laughs> saw that. I was like, okay. <laughs> I asked him why is that, and then he says, PS4 and Xbox One still have the power to tell amazing stories. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things you can say about that. Um, I think that's true for indie games, for sure. But then, like I said, with Ghost of Tsushima. It's really pushing the hardware of PS4. Yeah. And I don't even have an original PS4. I don't have a base PS4. Maddie, you did for a while. Correct. Yep. I yeah. still I still do. <laughs> I gave it to my brother. Did you um did you play Ghost of Tsushima on the base PS4? Yeah, and here's the thing. I put a lot of, I was looking now that PS5 allows you to see how many hours you put in each game. I've seen how much mileage I've I've gotten out of some games. I've played my PS4 a lot. Really? So I'm very surprised that I have not had this jet plane engine type of uh, issue a lot of people have had. Uh, when I was playing Ghost of Tsushima, it worked a little bit, but it was fine. Yeah. Last of Us Part 2 was the only one that really made it go. Mm-hmm. What's interesting, I should have mentioned this earlier, mm. but my PS5, you were talking about your PS4 kind of venting hot air. Yeah, The PS5, when it's just running, oh my. Really? I, it, it, it gets hot in this bedroom. I... uh really every night it's like a ritual i play my ps5 and then i open my window after and let my room cool off for a half hour oh goodness wow yeah jeez and that's and that's it then i sleep (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, they were talking about that, how some uh, reviewers were saying that the Xbox Series X, you know, what was what was the term? Uh, could heat a flat, I think was the term. Uh, it just uh, blows out so much hot air that yeah. it's its own heater, which is a good thing, by the yeah. way. But then there's some tests that come out. Like a, a Game Ranks did the test. They put mm-hmm. out a heat gun. And they said, look, it's just fine. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Kenson did the same thing. I think Digital Foundry as well did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good that it's blowing out hot air. Um, but like I said, going back to Patrick Hickey's, uh, original comment saying that the Xbox one and PS4 still have the power to, uh, still mm-hmm. tell great stories. I'm not saying great stories that that's correct. You can tell, yeah. you can tell a great story with, uh, just pixel undertale is yeah. a great example. Yeah. Undertale had an amazing story and it just had no graphics whatsoever, mm-hmm. but we're talking about load times. We're talking about, um graphical fidelity yeah i think i said graphical infidelity in the top three gaming news so i was oh, like i don't remember i was like what am i talking about i'm so stupid um but graphical fidelity uh you know all these things these are the things that mm-hmm. go into next gen but I, I i would agree that like you don't need a lot of graphics or load times to tell a great story but we're talking about you're really pushing the limits of this mm-hmm. thing for triple a titles yeah but uh what do we all think about that um about what exactly i don't know uh can you does the ps4 and xbox one still have the power to tell great stories do we need it i i mean i think it still has the power because you're comparing it to tsushima but maddie was saying that like his didn't do much yeah his i think the reason you're seeing it on ours is because it's a slim so there's less room yeah you know and, what I mean? And like what Maddie said, it's kind of worse a little bit, but yeah. then but I hear it going. I'm See, just I don't like, even hear it. Yeah. When you're playing. But I don't pay attention when you're playing. True. So <laughs> but, I mean I I you know what I mean. Yeah. But I think that the I feel like the previous generation, the four and mm-hmm. whatever the Xbox one, I get it and then confused with all the Xbox. The series and the one and the The one, that's what we have. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. There's just so many different X's in these names. It's so confusing now. Yeah. It's just like a, I was going to say a joke, but never mind. Go ahead. Good. Yeah. Good instinct. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) But um, I feel like this previous generation, the four and the one, Mm -hmm. is, would have been fine for another year or two. Yeah. Because they've been putting out decent games with decent graphics and good stories Mm -hmm. with them. And I think they would have been fine. Not saying that, again, it's not saying that we couldn't use this current generation. Right. But I think it would have been fine without it. I agree. Uh, Maddie, any other thoughts before I move on to the next comment? No, I I agree. I think uh, PS4 and Xbox One were capable of doing what what would continue providing the experiences we had uh, i guess you just look cyberpunk is a good example right now of mm-hmm. what yeah. maybe next gen could look like because they're yeah. saying yeah it's pretty much a next gen game now yeah uh, so once we get our hands on that i think we'll have a more clear answer of like mm-hmm. should we have made this leap or not i, yeah. I really think that'll be a, a a game pretty indicative of where we're heading for at least mm-hmm. open world games that is true yeah but uh i want to move on to the twitter answers we got two twitter answers uh one from at commander nikki the official sponsor of the show. Uh, Commander Nikki says this. As one of uh, as one of good things to end... Wait. As one of the good things to end of 2020, maybe, kind of like a nice little you know, note to end on 2020, sure, yeah. uh, for those who can afford it, and mm-hmm. 
that's the thing. 2020 has been rough for many. I think they should have waited for things to calm down and release consoles in 2021. And she then says there are enough games on Game Pass and PS Now too. So much left to be played. Do we really need next gen now? Did I just pull the no McDonald's because we have food at home for gaming? Yes, she did. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember reading that. And I feel like that's a problem for every console generation, you know, um, going forward is that we already have backlogs. So why do we mm-hmm. need next gen? That, especially for the 360 PS3 era. My God, the library of that console generation mm-hmm. was just massive. Yeah. Uh, so going into Xbox One, I feel like this library was a much more limited in comparison to yeah. uh, the previous generation of that. Uh, but I don't think the argument should be that we have plenty of other games to play. Mm-hmm. It's because that, that always happens in every uh, generation transition. That's going to yeah. be happening the next generation after this. Um, but what was I saying before? And, and you know, it, she also talked about what we've, we've already been talking about is the financial situation of many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we think about Nikki's answer? Maddie, what were you thinking? Uh, her answer actually kind of sparked something in my head where I, one thing I don't want to say we forget, but, you know, gaming is a luxury where it's mm-hmm. not a necessity by any stretch of the imagination, although sometimes it feels that way. Um, <laughs> True. But you really, you know, you really you can make an argument at times like, oh, they shouldn't have launched it, but at the same time, you don't need it to survive. Mm -hmm. Is it absolutely fun? Do you want to be on the cutting edge? Do you want to be a part of the launch? Certainly, you know, I know this year I was really missing out on the feeling of like being online, waiting for my system. Like that was, you know, my favorite part was waiting for the Xbox One. I was online for like eight Mm -hmm. hours or nine hours. Like it was awesome. I know that's like the only time I'll ever say waiting online for nine hours is great. But, um, yeah, I it is a luxury where I guess we can't forget the idea that, um, you know, these are, these are purchases you make if you've got either extra cash or, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, you're living a little, not, you don't have to be living absolutely comfortably, but you've got food taken care of. You've got your bills taken care mm-hmm. of. You're like, okay, what's next. Right. Like you, you can look beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that her, her response kind of made me think of that real quick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do agree that, we do treat gaming as a necessity almost. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be going over that in a uh, coffee games episode, but you know, that's for uh, two weeks from now, yes. but you know, it is what it is, but wow. Planning ahead. I got three coffee three games already. Planned ahead. Yeah. But you Beautiful. know, yeah, I know uh, planning content. It's uh, it's not what I do usually, but <laughs> it happened by accident. But uh, yeah. So Nikki, I do agree. Yeah. But at the same time that happens every transition, I, I think that I I couldn't afford the Xbox One when it first came out. Yeah. I, I waited a couple of years. I was just like, I... We bought the Xbox One with um, yeah, our I, wedding money. Yeah, we bought the Xbox One with our... Even the Siri, uh, wow. Series X. Yeah, yeah. When we got our wedding money, uh, yeah, we got that cash money uh, with all those uh, dollar dollar bills. Oh, but, goodness. <laughs> but yeah, I bought my Xbox One with, our, with some of our wedding cash. Yeah. Um, and then even just the uh, Xbox One X, I waited a year after it launched. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'll just wait till it's discounted Black Friday and boom. Yep. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, the final piece of uh, social media answers that we have is from at, at Andrew Orsi. I know. It's great. Uh, but he says uh, in three tweets, my goodness, uh, mm-hmm. 
He says, I mean, need is a strong word in any context, mm -hmm. uh, like we've been saying before. Yeah. Are they bright spot for some people's year's ends uh, after a rough 2020? Yes, yeah. I think so, which is positive. Though people like me who have been unemployed all year, who he was unemployed from Broadway. Mm -hmm. He was he was on Broadway and he uh, uh, the vi uh, the situation got him uh, yeah. out of Broadway, which is unfortunate. That was one of the first things to close. Yeah, yeah, I was really sucked, but uh, for sure can't afford one. So I hope that hasn't been sad. Uh, has been uh, so I hope that hasn't been sad for people. Games have certainly been a big part of getting me through tougher parts of this year, and I'm sure that can be said for many. But there's a part of me that thinks maybe they should have held off till things were much more calm for new big stuff. And I don't know. I have mixed feelings. Uh, his final tweet says, "I can't shake the feeling that sometimes the industry." still likes to push too hard to get popular drops on specific set schedule, crunch time, etc. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, that's a level of commercialism, and it's unhealthy for workers and consumers alike. You can wait till 2021. And, mm -hmm. you know, going to his last thing, uh, the industry sometimes likes to push too hard. That, that's a lot yeah. of industries. Oh, the industry yeah. does... Any industry does not care about your personal issues. Yeah. They don't care. Coca-Cola doesn't care. Keep buying Coca-Cola. Stop it. Um, they don't care if it's bad for your health. Keep buying Coca-Cola. Exactly. Um, and that's the thing. They don't give a crap about your personal health or your personal finances, which is why uh, they kind of dropped this because they're mm -hmm. on their own game here. Uh, but Maddie, uh, did anything strike with you and uh, Andrew's answers? Um, yeah, I think the, the ultimate thing here is that 2021 was was the year these probably should have dropped. And, and you're right entirely. You know, the company's do not care. Yeah. They don't. Uh, as long as you, you know, that's the thing is they sold out of their system. So they're like, yep, we made the right choice. Uh, that, yeah. That's ultimately what they're going to say at the end of the day. That's exactly. fine. I get mm -hmm. it. Because, you know, if, hey, if people are buying, then yeah, you, you probably should have sold it. I feel like you could have sold them at any point and they would have sold out. Yeah. Um, one thing that I remember being told, I, I forgot who specifically it was, but they worked in game development pretty deeply. Hmm. And I remember them telling me, because uh, I said, oh, it doesn't make sense for them to launch this here. I think it was in regards to when Titanfall 2 overlapped with Battlefield 1. Oh, yeah. I was like, it didn't, it didn't make sense to do that. Like, just every way, shape, and form. And his response was, you're right, but companies don't sit on a finished product. Once it's done, they get it out. Yeah. True. And so, I, I mean, you could definitely make the argument that the, the PS5 or the Series X may not have been, you know, I put in quotes, finished, mm -hmm. but... Um, I think of that too, where they're like, it's done. We're not going to just sit on these consoles. In my head, I'm like, you sit on it, you produce more and then launch it like yeah. March, 2021. And yeah. maybe a couple million people have more systems. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's yeah. too like over, overly accommodating. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think that makes sense. I don't, I think they still win. Uh, the other thing though, is in all fairness, cause I was just talking about cross gen games is, um that really when you look at the because that series x has game pass but doesn't have currently any uh they have great updates for current games i should mention but mm -hmm. um they don't have anything that's come out that's new like a halo infinite that was yeah. supposed to like mm -hmm. help sell the system um but with the ps5 the only example we have right now of something next gen exclusive is demon souls remake and yeah. until maybe gran turismo 7 or ratchet and clank we won't see anything else like that and so the good news is that by the time people do choose to buy in, they'll have a nice library to mm -hmm. dig into. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I said this in my video or if it was on a podcast, but I always tell people like you're, 
a lot of folks are very quick to be to wait till there's like seven eight games and they're like i'm gonna buy all these with the system and i'm like do you realize how much time that's gonna take <laughs> yeah yeah gotta yeah. wait till the, you know, three games three games that interest you and then mm-hmm. it's a good time to pull the trigger but like some people go in and buy a mm-hmm. haul and it's like none of these are getting played except two <laughs> yeah i was i was telling that to my coworker the other day he he really wants to get a series x and i was just telling him I'm I'm not and I told him I'm not saying this in a very judgmental way like yeah. I, I'm not Dave Ramsey I don't really care what you get yeah um but really why yeah. why are you getting Series X like why and, yeah. and, and really for especially for the Series X PlayStation Five like where you were saying at least has games mm-hmm. but the Series X is I I love the way you put it on on Twitter it's your Kotor remaster machine. Yeah, <laughs> it's really just your back combat uh, upgrade yeah. game pass machine. Yeah. If you have an Xbox One X, especially, there's absolutely no reason to get a Series X. Yeah. I think if you have an original Xbox One, there's more of an argument to get a Series yeah. X. I think there's more of an argument. Even if you have an Xbox One S, I think there's more of an argument to get the Series X. Uh, but in terms of why? Like mm-hmm. you don't really need it. You're yeah. just in it for the FOMO or the hype or mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. uh, it's like I don't and I and I and he answered like I don't know. Yeah. I'm not trying I to say like it. and I'm not trying to say like I outsmarted him like aha. Yeah. A, uh. But it's it's a, it was an honest question, like why? Yeah. But uh and I think that goes into as we're closing out here, mm-hmm. uh I want to jump into, you know, a, another final note here. But could we make the arguments? That it was actually okay for the Series X and the PS5 uh, to come out in 2020 because, like what you were saying before, technology always breaks, especially mm-hmm. mass production. Yeah, yeah. You you got your test subjects and you got your test um, units in development, but now you got test subjects. I'll go back to that again in mass production. Mm-hmm. You know, shipping them out. Are they going to break or is this one going to break? Yeah. By 2021, when everybody is ready, now you've got a much finer, much more well-built product yeah. in 2021. Do you think we can make that argument that it was needed to put on 2020 so that it is ready for 2021? What do we all think? I'll go. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think that's flawed. That's a flawed way of thinking in just like one small sentence that she's the burn for your husband ah <laughs> you're flawed adam go away i did not say you were flawed i said that was flawed thinking dang man. you gotta listen listen um <laughs> but no i think it's just flawed in the fact that you can say that anytime any of these consoles come out mm-hmm. because it's always going to take a year or so or a couple months to fine-tune the problems you need you need it to go out and for people to play it and for people to complain what's wrong for you to know what you need to fix. That's what I mean. But that's but that's what I'm saying is that yeah. you can release it in 2021 and it'll still take till 2022 to get it right. No, that's what I mean. It was like it was right for it to come out in 2020 so that it is perfected by 2021. But people have already bought it in 2020. Yeah, so that they can. You said your their thinking is no, flawed. Like, no, no, I'm saying Oh, oh I feel I'm like saying. we're that Spider-Man meme. <laughs> <laughs> your thinking is flawed. No, you're breathtaking what are, though. What? You're breathtaking. Thank you. I couldn't <laughs> figure out what you were saying. Yeah, go for um, it. But no, I'm saying that like you're releasing it in a season where not many people can afford it. 
So not many people can test it. it yeah. Not okay. many people can. You're not getting the same results as you would if on a regular you, year. If you launch it in 2021, you have much more You'll test products out there. You'll have more You'll have more test products. And okay. it'll be, it's, it's, I'm just saying that it's like you're releasing it in a year that we didn't need it. It wasn't necessary. Okay. And you're going to get the same result. Like, I don't know. I'm just, it's, I understand what you're saying, but also yeah. on my end, it's just like, it doesn't matter what year you put it out in. You could have put it out 20 years ago. Yeah. It'll be the same. If the Series X came out 20 years ago, holy crap. That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, instead of like the PS2 comes out, it's like, and we got the Series X. Like, what the crap? <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? It's just, it doesn't matter when a console or something comes out. It's always going to be that year. Yeah. In the like, it's going to take a year to perfect it. So mm. why did it need to come out this year? You're still not going to get people to buy it yeah. until next year anyway. Okay. My boy, Maddie, do you agree with me or do you agree with Liz? What 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 team oh, are you man. on? <laughs> wow. I got to pick a side here? You got to pick a side. Is that I a team Adam or team Lizzie? Adam's <laughs> a competitive one. I'm very competitive. I, I, here's the thing is I think you both bring up really good points. I, mm-hmm. uh, I think no matter the year you do launch it in, that next year will always be a little bit better because you're going to have a... Uh, it, yeah, there's always that little test group. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's always going to be bumped back, even if it were twenty twenty one. It'd be twenty twenty two. I don't know. I I can't I can't pick a side because you both you both <laughs> yeah. were on track. You got to choose one, man. No, you don't. For, for for one one nucleus of a great idea. Oh come on! That's yeah. why they make such a great pair. Oh, Maddie, yeah, you, you guys it. just did. You guys just put on display without even realizing what a great couple is. You both took your your differences. You came together. Made and one now great. look at that. And, and now you've you've made a great conversation with a great idea at the helm i can't even pick i feel like maddie's so our like marriage counselor right now <laughs> like, look you guys are working you're, together, you're yeah. together. Look, how, look how much better it is than you think it is <laughs> Jeez. marriage is great <laughs> you both live in a gray area you both are crazy for christmas <laughs> i can't stand both of you but i win though uh but that's a my bo- christmas light <laughs> leggings on oh you do i do yeah weirdo um but yeah, that's the thing is that uh, you can make arguments for both sides, I think. Uh, all, all jokes aside, uh, I put them over here. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think that you can make the argument either way. Mm-hmm. It, it has to come out in 2020, so it would be perfected in 2021. Or you could put it out in 2021 and you have a lot more shipments to get more test subjects mm-hmm. out there. And that would be better in 2022. Yeah. I, I think that's... In, in terms of the grand schemes, I think technology needed that bump, mm-hmm. but it wasn't so needed that it it had to come out this year. Like, there's no way we could have yeah. sufficed to 2021. And I like what you said, Maddie, is that when a, when a uh, product is finished, or what w- the person you were talking to anyway, uh, when a product is finished, you don't really like to sit on it. Yeah. You, you just like to, because imagine that you're a company. It's like, well, we have it and it's ready and we're just going to wait for a year because we care about our customers like Phil (laughs) and that's the thing Phil Spencer has that illusion about him that he he cares about gamers I'm I'm pro gamer I'm sorry no he's not he's a businessman every businessman is pro money he's Mm -hmm. he's pro PR that's what he is you know Phil Spencer more like Phil Renser because he's PR. No. No? No. That didn't work? No, that did not work. I'll think of something else. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, let's go into closing thoughts here. Uh, talking about did we need next-gen consoles in 2020? 
uh, wrapping up our thoughts here, uh, I'll go first. So giving Maddie the, the final words here. Uh, oh, wow. I know it's such an honor, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like um, I, I think that next gen consoles were a nice thing to have. Mm hmm. I don't necessarily agree with uh, our our people on Twitter saying that it was a nice end for 2020 yeah. because it was a nice reminder that you're still broke. Yeah, uh, that's just my opinion, <laughs> but mm -hmm. that's just personal opinion. But opinions inside, in my in, in my <laughs> opinions inside, and I was just about to say, in, in my, my opinion, opinion <laughs> you're doing great, babe. Professional podcaster here. A little bit more of that. <laughs> but that's the thing is that in the grand scheme of things. I think it could have been waited until 2021, mm -hmm. especially with Halo Infinite being delayed. I think that was just yeah. the pinnacle. And, and especially with Cyberpunk being delayed two times and with another rumor of it being delayed again. Oh, goodness gracious. It's a rumor. It's not, <laughs> I, I know. know. It's like a rumor all there. But I think with all these games being delayed and being um, tanked, and now Xbox Series X has no games to play. Mm -hmm. I think even if the product was finished, we could have waited until like what Nintendo did is March mm -hmm. and give it a little bit more time. March, maybe we're a back in financial situations, yeah. but that's just my opinion. Uh, Liz, your closing thoughts. Um, I do kind of agree with, you know, the people who commented on Twitter is that I think for the people who could buy it, yeah. it's a nice way to end the year, especially if you're a parent. I know I always go to that, but like if you were a parent mm -hmm. and you were able to get your kid a console for Christmas this year, yeah. imagine their face yeah. on Christmas morning. Like, yeah, that's a great way to end the year if you had the money to buy it. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that most people this year don't have the money to buy it. Can you imagine if we got a second stimulus this year? It's <laughs> not what we're talking about. I'm just saying. Go for it. Anyway. Well, like to buy them. You know what I mean? <laughs> You buy a stimulus with the... Th okay. Okay. Um, But for the people who couldn't buy it, which is most of us this year, it's... I, I Like you said, it was. it's more of a reminder. Like, hey, look, you're remember, you're broken. Can't buy this. That's what I mean, yeah. You're going to have a crappy Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, so I think, for me personally, I don't think we needed it this year. I think if they'd waited till the holidays next year, mm -hmm. it might have worked. You know, when people might be back to work, we might have had this all figured out. Yeah. Um, and like you said, there's no titles for the Xbox. Yeah. Like, so why is it out? Exactly. It's like no one can, there's nothing to play on it. At least yeah. nothing new. Yeah. And again, going back to Phil Spencer, there's like thousands of games. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, yeah, old games. Yeah. Like, whereas you have new games coming out for it. So just wait till those games come out mm -hmm. and launch them together. Like, it's okay to wait. And you would have had more products to ship. You would you would have sold out, but you would have sold out more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I still think that they could have waited. And I think it would have been better for the world overall, mm -hmm. you know, mentally. Yeah. I, I agree with you. You're the winner of this closing thought. But until Maddie <laughs> gives his closing <laughs> thoughts, uh, Maddie, closing thoughts, uh, wrapping up everything, what are your thoughts? Um, I think that... Uh... See, it's interesting because while we'll be quick to say, all of us, that like, oh, the world's not ready. The fact that they sold out means mm -hmm. people were ready. Like, I know in my situation, it wasn't like I was just digging out of a recent paycheck. Like, I remember it was back towards the end of last year. I was thinking to myself, okay, I think, you know, this is before everything went down. I was mm -hmm. like, I think new systems are coming out next year. I'm going to start sliding mm -hmm. a little cash to the side and, yeah. you know, 
making it work, maybe pull out his savings a little bit. Uh, and so I wouldn't be surprised if I was the only, I, I wasn't the only one mm-hmm. doing that. Um, yeah. Where I, I think, you know, I guess in the scheme of things, it's good that 2020, you got people like me and a handful of others who are testing these out. So when a much larger mm-hmm. section gets into it, hopefully next year, yeah. um, that we will, they'll get kind of the best version with more games and, and Xbox maybe mm-hmm. won't have as big of a problem with their lacking of, of exclusivity. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people do understand with Xbox, it's kind of a waiting game. Now they've definitely responded with, Hey, let's buy all these companies. And now they all have got to make games. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's going to take a couple of years for all of that to roll out. And I think you'll see uh, not to go really off track here, but you know, come 2021, I think you'll start to see them hitting that cycle, that schedule, that mm-hmm. uh, PlayStation kind of is on where yeah um they're kind of hitting certain beats and they're there for like the holiday season and they're there for like the beginning of the year and and Mm -hmm. they just to kind of fill it out i think it's a matter of time for xbox but yeah yeah the reality is that you know i i picked them up because this is my job but if i were in the shoes of someone who's you know you're working whatever job you want to put out there and this is just a hobby there was there's in my opinion no reason to to buy them Mm -hmm. there just isn't there Mm -hmm. They are shiny new, and that's it. Like it's, yeah. it, there's, you're getting the worst version of them. Yeah. If I'm, if mm-hmm. I'm brutally honest, you know, and in the scheme of things, there's only one game exclusive to these new sets of consoles, and that's Demon Souls remake. Mm-hmm. And so, true. I don't know. I, uh, I'm sure someone could like pick apart my statement and be like, well, actually, there's the pathless Maddie. I don't care. But yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. The, the point being is, I'll, you're really buying in for the hype. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you know, hype is contagious. I'm certainly yeah. guilty of that. Uh, but yeah, at, at the end of the day, uh, they're fun to have. Uh, mm-hmm. They're fun to play. Uh, it's nice to see games and backwards compatibility running better. Uh, but, yeah. You know, people care about the new stuff, like the mm-hmm. new software. And so that'll be in 2021. But I think it's good that when we get to that point where maybe more people can afford it, more people will be working uh, and more consoles will be out there, uh, that they'll get a better version than maybe what I'm experiencing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that's that's the best closing thoughts we've ever had. Maddie, oh, thank you for sharing <laughs> all that. Time. All the, nice. all of all time. Like if we had yeah. a Hall of Fame of closing thoughts, Mr. Maddie plays episode one twenty five. Good. There we go. <laughs> but I say that every episode. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Maddie, uh, thanks again for coming on our show. But before we uh, close off. I want to give you the red carpet treatment and uh, plug anything you want except for um, an OnlyFans account. Don't don't plug that. Oh goodness! But what else do you have for us? Uh, your YouTube channel, your Twitter, your whatever you need. Uh, what are you working on? Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, first off, my YouTube channel is like my main platform. That's uh, Mr. Maddie Plays. It uh, it is a, a place where I make a lot of videos focusing on RPGs and I do reviews, uh, sometimes news discussions, but the, the first two are kind of my main focus. Uh, they're definitely my favorite things to cover. Uh, as it stands project wise, what I'm doing is I've been doing this since August hmm. is around that time of year. I get started on getting bonus videos out to my Patreon uh, so that come December slash January, I can, um, I can start to 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 schedule those out and kind of take a couple of weeks off. So right now we're in the uh, final stretch uh, with Cyberpunk in a couple of weeks, presumably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Provided it actually makes it out. December actually might be a little bit more busy than it usually is for me, but I'm looking forward to earning a little bit of time off because uh, mm. 
as it stands, some of the stuff I've been working on, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with, I'm really excited about because, you know, I've had so much time to work on all of these videos individually because there's no like timetable, not thinking, oh, I got to get this video out by Friday or in a couple of days. It's, it's just, oh, it goes out to the Patreon within this week. Mm-hmm. And so I take time doing skits and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, definitely a YouTube channel, Twitter at G27Status. Uh, no no simultaneous or what's the word? Uh, a quality branding there, you know, completely <laughs> different names. But yeah. if you know me, you know me. That's the reality, right? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> true that. Uh, yeah, that's really all I got to plug, though. Just Twitter, YouTube. All right. And, nice. and I will plug his Patreon in the description down below. Uh, links to Maddie's uh, YouTube channel, Twitter accounts, uh, Patreon. Uh, his home address. It's all linked down in the description <laughs> down below. <laughs> um, yeah, Maddie. Again, thanks for sharing your thoughts on the next gen console. This has been a blast as always. Uh, it's your third time, but not your last time. I would hope, but mm-hmm. certainly not for sure, man. All right, let's close up the show here. I thank you again for uh, listening to this week's Games and Groceries uh, podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries and Instagram Games and Groceries all one word, you can get to be a part of this discussion. Uh, definitely check that out and definitely hit that subscribe button and the notification bell if you haven't already so that you can know when all these podcasts come out as well as our weekly coffee games and maybe some other videos coming out in the future that we're Ooh. brainstorming. And uh, with all that said and done, be safe out there, wear your mask and be respectful. See you later. Bye.